Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. Praise God when Jesus we shall see. Amen. It's great to have everybody here. Get your Bibles tonight. And we are going to be walking through a lot of Proverbs tonight for our assignment. Amen. Praise God. I, I want to read Proverbs 12 and 15 to begin with. Then we going to Proverbs 1. Amen. Proverbs 12 and 15. And to our media staff today, praise God. You're going to be hopscotching all over Proverbs. And thank you for, for that, helping me out tonight. Proverbs 12 and 15, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. I'm taking my text from the first four words, the way of a fool, the way of the fool. Heavenly Father, we love you today and we thank you, God, for your power and your blessings. I pray, God, that you would help us in this lesson tonight. God, we want to glorify you and we want to, Lord Jesus, improve our life to be more like you. We give you the praise and the glory for all that you're going to do through this word. Help us, Lord, to share it, God, Lord, as you would have us to, to say the right words. God, be a blessing to people in Jesus' name. Let everybody say amen. amen. God bless you. You may be seated. The way of a fool. The writer in Proverbs begins in chapter 1, and I'd like to pick up reading of verse 20, where it says, Wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates. In the city she uttereth her words, saying, How long, you simple ones? Will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. How long? Verse 23, turn you at reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. This is wisdom talking as God is depicting wisdom in Scripture here as a woman. Then in verse 32 of that same chapter, Proverbs 1 and verse 32. The turning away of the simple shall slay them. The prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth to me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from the fear of evil. Proverbs. It's one of those books you better read with a steel-toed shoe. Proverbs is, is an intense book. It is an intense book. 
Uh, it, it's full of short sentences, maxims, and statements that pack a punch. They can either soothe your spirit or convict your soul. And sometimes they'll do it all at the same time. These passages are vivid, practical, day-by-day ways to live, but they are also profoundly personal. They touch each of our hearts. So with poetic grace, wit, and words of power, Proverbs declares the value of having wisdom from above to help us to live in this earth below. Vertical wisdom, horizontal living. The only way to live right on earth is to be uh, 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 wise and have an appropriated heavenly wisdom. Amen. Wisdom is rare today. I know we say common sense is rare, but I want to say wisdom is also a rare commodity. Proverbs is not merely a book of good advice. It's not merely a book of moral maxims that that are just simply good thoughts, but they are inspired by God. They are principles that present to us timeless truth and, and, and direction on how to live, and they have stood the test of time and history. Amen. These principles have been observed by generations. Do you want to have some conviction in your life? Read Proverbs. You want to know principles to live by? Read Proverbs. Robert Morgan referred to in his book on Proverbs that God's, uh, the book of Proverbs is God's Twitter feed for the human race. He went on to say, thumb through the 31 chapters of Proverbs and you'll find them packed with advice about working hard, eating wisely, watching how much we drink, and what we drink, guarding how much we speak, avoiding unhealthy relationships and immoral sexuality, treating people kindly, handling money wisely, and making good decisions in matters that are both great and small. Each of the Proverbs tells us, one, how will we respond to life if we have a healthy fear of the Lord, and two, How will we mess it up if we don't? If we have a healthy fear of the Lord, it will lead us to wisdom. It will lead us to knowledge and understanding. If we don't have that, rest assured, we will mess it up. The word for Proverbs in the Hebrew means to represent and to be like. It indicates that that there are comparisons that are made to convey a spiritual and, and, and practical truth. Proverbs. The main thing of Proverbs is get wisdom. Anybody need wisdom? Anybody beside me need wisdom? For uh, chapter 4 and verse 7, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding, exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall uh, bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory. Amen. In the first few verses of Proverbs, it tells us the purpose of this book. Amen. Verse 2 of chapter 1 says we, we need to learn to live skillfully 
and godly in this world, skillfully and godly. We find that that also proverb is to provide us discerning comprehension so that we can understand, so that we can understand. To make good decisions, you need good wisdom and good understanding. Amen. To live smart and prudent, you need good wisdom and understanding. Hallelujah. We need wisdom today. There are three key words in the book of Proverbs that are repeated various places and various times. And those three key words are knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Say that with me. Knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Knowledge is information. Understanding is comprehension. And wisdom is application. You can have knowledge and have information and it be as deadly as a child with a loaded pistol. Because they do not have understanding. You've got to have comprehension as well as information. But those two things really do not work well unless you have application. And that is wisdom. It's good to know stuff, but if you don't have wisdom, you're probably going to mess up anyway. It's good to have comprehension, like I get it, but wisdom says, but I know what to do with it. I know what to do with it. The writer of Proverbs 2 and 6 says, For the Lord giveth wisdom. The Lord giveth wisdom. Out of the... Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. In the book of Proverbs, there are four basic types of people that Proverbs reaches for. Four basic types of people that Proverbs reaches for. Proverbs chapter 1 and verse 22 says, How long, ye simple ones, will you, live, uh, will you love simplicity and the scorners delight in their scorning and the fools hate knowledge? Four things. The first one is the most important one, and that is the, the Proverbs reaches for those who would be wise. That's you and me. I'm actually preaching this message and teaching this message for not a soul in this building. I hope. Because <laughs> I really got convicted in it myself, so maybe it is for all of us. First of all, wise. Wise. God, the word of God here speaks is that we would have wisdom, discernment to, to apply these things to our daily life. That we would walk in the fear of the Lord. That we would walk and embrace wisdom and, and receive the words of God. The second person, the second type of person is the simple. Everybody say simple. Simple, the simple-minded, the underdeveloped, the, the naive, the gullible. Look at those flock of turtles in the sky. <laughs> Amen. They are inexperienced, and they're a danger to the world. The simple, they are, they are trusting but careless. They're not dumb but naive. They're not dumb. They're just simply naive. Let me share with you some verses that talk about the simple. Proverbs 14 and 15. The simple believe every word. But the prudent man looketh well to his going. A couple verses later in verse 18 it says, The simple inherit folly. Oh, they have a lot of issues. 
Simple love drama because they don't know any better. I take it back. This is not for nobody here. <laughs> Proverbs 27 and 12. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself or gets away from it, but the simple pass on and are punished. The prudent man knows how to avoid that drama, but the simple just runs right into it. Have you, you know somebody like that right now, don't you? Amen. Simple. Not dumb. Naive. Not dumb. The simple are, 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 are not necessarily arrogant. They're ignorant. That's what wisdom is needed. You need knowledge and understanding. And you need wisdom so you won't be simple. You got to know. Amen. They, they lack the basic training or experience that gives to them the ability to handle drama and issues of life. The simple need knowledge, they need understanding, and they need wisdom. The simple can engage in folly, but their foolish folly can easily be changed when they have the right information and the right understanding, and so they'll change. Praise God for things in my life that I've been simple about that I was ignorant about, that when revelation hit me, when conviction hit me, when understanding came into my life, all of a sudden I began to see I need to change the way I'm acting. Anybody been there? You been there? Simple. Simple need understanding, knowledge, and wisdom. We find that the third person there, the third type, you got the wise, you've got the simple. The third is, it, it, this, this type of person is not what I'm going to teach about tonight, but let me just share with you a little bit about it because Proverbs, again, 1 and 22 says, How long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity and the scorners delight in their scorning? The third type of person that Proverbs is written for is the scorner. Everybody say the scorner. The scorner is the scoffer. It's a boasting mock, mocker. The, the, the scorner is arrogant. The scorner is arrogant. They're not simple. They're smart. They're knowledgeable. They're aware. But they're, 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 they're haughty in their way. Let me give you a passive scripture that defines the, the scorner. Amen. Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 24 Proud and haughty scorner is his name, who dealeth in proud wrath. Proud and haughty or arrogant scorner is his name, who deals in proud wrath. Do you realize that this verse of scripture paints a picture of present day's understanding of what it is to be a narcissist? A narcissist. If you look for a biblical equivalent to a narcissist, this is the verse that defines it. They don't seek counsel because they sure they know what to do. They don't seek counsel, but they love to give counsel. Y'all, y'all, again, this is in the Lord good. 
Scorners are fundamentally right all the time. Study it. I'm, again, this is not my lesson. I just needed to lay this out here until we get to the fool. <clears throat> they are superior to others because the others just don't get it. They like to tell people like it is, but they don't like to be told like it is. Now get that person out of your mind right now. Proverbs 13 and 1. A wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. You know what the writer of Psalms said? Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat. That's a judgment seat of the scornful. Amen. So Proverbs gives to us the wise, the simple, the scorner, and the fool. The fool. Webster says that a fool is a person with little or no judgment, no common sense, no wisdom. They're silly, they're an idiot. Kids, this is not the right word to say. You just don't say this, okay? I'm using it as a definition, okay? Your mom and tell you, mom and dad tell you not to use this word. You don't use this word. It's stupid. But a fool is simple. Scorner, all mixed together, and they are totally ignorant idiots. I'll prove it to you. Are you all ready? Talking about the way of the scorner. <clears throat> the writer of Proverbs says, uh, says this, uh, and, and before I go on, I, I want to go back to that word stupid. Uh, let me define it for you. It's a state or dazed or stunned or dull are lacking normal intelligence or rationality. Okay? And I want to be very careful. I want to be very careful not, not to just minimize that word, but it is the word that defines a fool and his folly. Proverbs 26, 11, As a dog returneth to his vomit, so a fool returneth to his folly. Folly is foolishness. It's a state of being devoid of wisdom and understanding with a focus on evil behaviors that they cannot escape. Folly. A fool and his folly are not soon separated. Fools may have varying degrees. I, I want you to know as I was studying this, I found some things that I might need to correct in my life. Uh, there's varying degrees. There's spectrums of fools. There are those that have a little bit of folly and then those that are sold out to their folly. It's one thing to act foolish and correct it. It's another thing to be a fool and be filled with folly and never getting away from it. All right? Back to our original text, Proverbs 12 and 15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. The way, the action, the manner and course of life. Fools are always right, and they refuse wisdom because they are always right. A fool thinks he needs no advice because it doesn't matter what anybody else says. He's right. A fool never asks for directions. He knows where he is going, whether he does or doesn't. He alone knows how to get there. 
He never, never needs advice because he is an end to himself. He is a walking encyclopedia. That's what a fool is. It's the way of the fool. The way of the fool is right in his own eyes. Amen. The Bible says we're not to call a man a fool, but God says this in his word. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. I believe we need to watch out for the way of fools. Amen. I, don't, I know this. You hang around a fool long enough, it will affect your life. Because fools can diminish our ability to discern truth from error. Wisdom from folly. What may look like folly may look like wisdom to a fool. Proverbs 17 and 12. This is an interesting passage. The writer of Proverbs says, Let a bear robbed of her whelps meet a man rather than a fool in his folly. What does he say? It is better for you to come up on a mama bear in the woods that has lost her cubs and is looking for them than it is for you to fool with a fool in his folly. That's pretty, that's pretty plain, Brother Matt. That's, that, I don't know about you. I don't want to mess with a, with a mama dog and her cubs, much less a mama bear and her cubs. Amen. It's better to hang around with a mama bear who's out looking for her cubs and missing her cubs than it is to hang around with a fool and his folly. <clears throat> Benjamin Franklin is attributed to have said this. The learned fool writes his nonsense in better language than the unlearned, but it's still nonsense. The fool. All right, let's talk about the way of the fool. First thing I want to point to you is Proverbs 19 and 3. Proverbs 19 and 3. Maybe I need to go back and preach on worship again tonight. Y'all with me? All right. The way of the fool. Proverbs 19 and 3. The foolishness of man perverteth his way, and his heart fretteth against the Lord. Let me read it from the ESV. When a man's folly brings him to ruin, his heart rages against God. What is he saying? The way of the fool is that when he ruins his own life, he blames everybody else, including God. He messes up his own life and he ruins his own life. And I'm saying he right now because you know I'm speaking in the Bible he. That means he and she. Can I get an amen? amen. All right. Uh, the way of the fool is to ruin his own life. Make bad decisions and do like Adam and say, the woman. To do like Eve and say, the snake. Not taking responsibility for their decisions and blaming others is the way of a fool. Amen. I realize sometimes we can fall into the trap of blaming somebody else, but we need to recognize that trap and stop it and take personal responsibility for our own decisions. How many of you ever made a really bad, uh, 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 I think it, 
I'm trying to remember how Dave Ramsey says it. It's the dumb tax or something like that. Anybody ever ha- ha- paid some dumb tax because you made some really bad decisions financially? Yeah. We went to a place one time, and, and, and they were going to feed us. They give us something to eat, a really nice restaurant. Then they had this presentation. They want to protect your home. They want to help you. And so they are selling this fire alarm system. And I'll tell you what they did. They showed every fire with every dead body you could find. It was petrifying. It was scary. It was awful. And we made a decision to buy it. It took us years to pay off what we could have paid off if we went to Walmart or if we had gone to the, to the box store and picked up some fire uh, 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 extinguishers and a few other things, which took us a long time to pay it off. And all of a sudden realized uh, we made a bad decision. I can blame those people because they were tricky and they were cunning and they got us all scared and upset and, you know, got little kids, they pull on your heartstrings like that. But a fool will continually mess up and mess up and mess up and blame everybody else because everybody else is wrong, not them. Somebody say amen. The way of the fool. There's another way of the fool. The writer of Proverbs says in Proverbs 10 and 18, He that hideth hatred with his lips, and he that uttereth a slander is a fool. A fool is more comfortable spreading false reports than telling the truth. That's what slander is. It's the utterance of another person's uh, uh, life and statement that is false, damaging that person or a third party's person, character, and reputation. Slander inflicts irreparable harm. Amen. But they'll hide their hatred to make an accusation or a slanderous statement about somebody else. The writer of Proverbs says, that's a fool. That's a fool. That is a fool. Some people slander under the guise of defending truth. It's not defending truth. It's hiding hatred. Amen. Truth does not and cannot be defended by slanderous lies. So the way of the fool is to spread slander. Another verse of scripture talks about the way of the fool. The way of the fool cannot hide his anger. The way of the fool cannot hide his anger. Proverbs 12 and 16. A fool's wrath is presently known, but a prudent man covereth shame. A fool has a short fuse and cannot overlook offense. They just blow up at the first thing. Amen. The, 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 the ESV says that that passage of scripture, the vexation of a fool is known at once. But the prudent man ignores an insult. (laughs) Well, that'll shout right there. That's a good shouting service right there. A prudent man will ignore an insult. Does anybody ever know the statement, consider the source? Consider the source? There's going to be people that say things about you and, 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 and wrongfully accuse you or even rightfully accuse you in a, a wrongful way. But how are you going to respond? A fool just goes, bleh. 
Boy, I tell them, I'm proud that I tell, I can tell them off. I can, I can, I can fuss them out. Well, you know what? We need to be prudent and wise and take a little time and shut our mouth before we respond. That's a wise person. But a fool cannot control his anger. Look at, look at 19 and 11 of Proverbs. The discretion of a man deferreth his anger. He, he waits before he explodes. He defers his anger and it is the, his glory to pass over a transgression. A fool will justify their temper. But a wise person will check it at the door. Count to ten or ten thousand. Whatever it takes. Well, I feel like I have a right to explode. I have a right to, I have a right to, to express my, you know what? Let me give you some more scriptures. Proverbs 14 and 16. A wise man feareth and departeth from evil, but a fool rageth and is confident. A fool rageth and is confident. He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly. And a man of wicked devices is hated. The anger of a a fool has a short fuse and he blows up at a moment's notice and then regrets it, maybe. He has little to no self-control. Proverbs says that there there is he that is slow to wrath and of great understanding, but he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly. I realize that there are some of you that are like me. I used to think I was from an Irish descent, but found out I am from a Welsh-Scottish descent. And so I blame my short fuse on my Irish heritage. Come on. You know, Grandpa was like this, and then when I learned that I was not Irish, my excuse went out the door. Grandpa's like this, or Cousin Ed is like this, or Sally, Ink Sally is like this, and that's the way she was, so I'm going to be like, such were some of you, such were some of you, amen, but when you are born again, there's got to be something that rises up within us, it's called the Holy Spirit that produces fruit, and one of them is slow to anger. It's temperance. It's being not quick to fly off the handle. Amen. you got to be careful with that because a fool doesn't understand that. A fool doesn't have that bite your tongue. Mm. Bite your tongue because you may not be able to get back what you say. Somebody say amen. The writer of Ecclesiastes says, Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Anger rests in the bosom of fools. Fools give themselves to aggression and, 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 and anger. Amen. Wise people say, I better learn to pump the brakes right here. I better learn to zip my lip right here. Amen. Fools give themselves to aggression. Proverbs 20 and 3, it is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. That means every fool will be quick to quarrel. I want to say to you that that the Bible says be angry and sin not, so there is a possibility to be angry and not sin. 
The only biblical anger that the Word of God teaches us that we can have is indignation, which is, uh, it is, it is the anger of righteousness against unrighteousness. It's the anger that ought to rise up with every person when they, they see the reports of abortion or when they see the report of human trafficking and little children being sold as sex slaves. It ought to, there ought to be something. Now, that is the biblical anger that we can have. But angry at the Walmart checker because they didn't do something we wanted them to do? Or that, that restaurant person that waits on us and they brought us the wrong meal? Praise God. The way of a fool. The Proverbs writer also says the way of the fool is that they reject reproof. They reject, reject reproof. Proverbs 15 and 5. A fool despises his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. A fool ignores the correction of elders. They, they ignore and are irritated by wise counsel. Matter of fact, they run from it. They run, now, they'll give you counsel, but they run from counsel. Amen. The wise have a hunger to learn and see. I made a mistake. You know what the Bible says? Agree quickly with your adversary. Why is that? They may be saying the truth. But it hurts, doesn't it? The wise need to be hungry to learn and have a teachable spirit. Proverbs 17 and 10. A reproof entereth more into a wise man than a hundred stripes into a fool. So what's that saying? Anybody, anybody staggered to guess on that or want to throw it? It, 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 it says a reproof enter more into a wise man than a hundred lashes with a belt that has shards of glass and bone in it. That's my, that, now that's, that's my paraphrase there. But a wise person will take reproof. Oh, that's not always easy, is it? Correction is not always easy. Correction does not, but I will tell you, when you realize it helps you grow, that's a great thing. But to a fool, it's like you whip me all you want to. It's not going to do one thing to change my mind. Hmm. That's the folly of a fool. Praise God. Amen. <clears throat> so the way of fools is that which rejects reproof. Amen. <clears throat> also, the way of the fool is that they love to express their opinion, but don't like genuine discourse. They love to express their opinion, but they don't like genuine discourse. This is very prevalent in our world today. Want to express their opinion, whether it be in front of a news camera, uh, a YouTube video, uh, a social media post. We don't have news reporters anymore. We got news opinionators. They're all commentators. There's no, nobody there just saying, hey, this happened, one, two, three, four. It's just simply, this happened, let me tell you what I think about it. It's just the hour that we're living in. But let me give you a scripture. Proverbs 18 and 2. 
A fool hath no delight in understanding. They don't want to have discourse. They don't want to have discussion. But that his heart may discover itself. The ESV makes it pretty clear. It says a fool takes no pleasure in understanding but only in expressing their opinion. The way of the fool is to know that I know and I know that I know and I know that I know that I know and you don't. Somebody say amen. Amen. I realize this is really a different lesson. Are y'all with me? Praise God. The way of the fool is impulsive. Impulsive. Proverbs 21 and 20. There is treasure to be desired and all in the dwelling of the wise. But a foolish man spendeth it up. He's impulsive. The impulsive nature of a fool and his folly is that it will make things worse. His spending, his impulsiveness, it will just make things worse. A fool wants and has to have it right now. I will tell you that a person that that goes down the road of of gambling for their life is being foolish. It's a foolish thing to go lay down five bucks, fifty bucks, five hundred bucks, one dollar for something that is not going to happen in your life. Oh yes, but there, you know that person that won that that three hundred million dollars. I don't know how I got off on gambling, but I'm here. It's that that impulsiveness. Amen. And it always amazes me now with the, 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 the plethora of advertisements about sports betting and betting and gambling and all that kind of stuff. And then it goes, if you have a gambling addiction, then it's a little, you know, a little blurb at the bottom of that. Yeah. Impulsive. A fool is impulsive. Impulsive. All right. Let's go. I got a few more. We're not quite done with this way. The way of the fool is he can't watch his mouth. A fool can't watch his mouth. All right? Now, you have to understand that statement comes from my mom and dad because my mom and dad would, would hear, if I said something, my mom or my dad would say this, watch your mouth. I said that to my kids and they said, how do I do that, dad? Anybody ever have that kind of interaction with your kids? They understood what I meant. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. <clears throat> Proverbs 15 and 2. The tongue of the wise uses, uses knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools pours out foolishness. Folly. Foolishness. The mouth of fools pours out foolishness. It also says that in verse 14, the mouth of fools feedeth on foolishness. Proverbs 17 tells us uh, that uh, excellent speech becometh not a fool. A person of excellent speech has moved off 
of that fool because a prudent man, a wise man, handles his words with caution, handles uh, the wisdom and knowledge that he has with extreme caution. A wise man carries on a conversation with deliberation and forethought uh, and and foresight uh, so that we can make sure that we're not just simply belching out what is in our mouth like a fool. Amen. Fools. The way of the fool is, is, is to... To do these things that create folly, that create all these issues. Amen. Uh, I don't want to fool with the fool. I remember a message that, that Bishop Billy McCool preached years ago at Indiana camp meeting. And it was, don't fool with the fool. Don't fool with the fool. Amen. I believe today that we need to realize and have spiritual discernment that there are some people that are just living their life to, to, to please their flesh to be impulsive, to go on and on, and then their life is a ruin and their life is a mess. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll blame everybody but me. Proverbs 17 and 12. Did I give you that, Sister Bev? I didn't, okay. That's fine. Just hold off there. I'm going to read it from the ESV. Proverbs 17 and 12. Let a man meet a she-bear robbed of her cubs rather than a fool in his folly. That goes again to what we said earlier. Then the verse 16 that follows that, it said, Why should a fool have money in his hand to buy wisdom when he has no sense? Why should a fool have money in his hand to buy wisdom when he doesn't have the sense to do it? Man. Remember what I said about the hard steel-toed shoes? When you read Proverbs... Amen. And, and you just read it. It's almost like mic drop moments where you feel like, did they just say that? Is that what that word said? Is that what Proverbs says to me? Amen. Proverbs 14 and 24. The crown of the wise is their riches, but the foolish, foolishness of fools is folly. Folly. Have you ever been around somebody that they're always just in a mess? I'm not talking about normal life mess. I'm talking about stuff that if they had just paid attention, if they had just had a little bit of wisdom, it would have kept them from their their bad drama moments. I don't know about you. i got enough drama in my life. I don't need to add to it. I don't need to add more to it. I need wisdom to help me get through it. I need wisdom how to handle things. Amen. And so if you want to know how to have wisdom and living in your life, sit down and begin to read Proverbs. It'll tell you about how to, how to handle your money. It'll show you about the importance of walking away from situations you need to be walking away from. It'll tell you the importance of morality. It'll tell you the importance of, of, of how that we ought to have the fear of the Lord, the fear of the Lord. I want to tell you, you can be smart and have a lot of knowledge, but if you don't have a fear of the Lord, you'll head down the road of a fool. Our scoffer, our scorner, our simple person. Amen. I want to be wise. But that begins, wisdom begins with pursuing the fear of the Lord. Would you stand with me please today? Oh Lord, we need your fear. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthen you in the Lord. 
we would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast. And we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorchurch.com to learn more about our ministry.